the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Tyson, my friend, you know, the joys of running a law firm are eternal. It's a series of ups and downs. You never know what's going to happen. You try to plan. You try to make things as good as they can be, but every now and then life throws you a curveball. It's just an interesting, interesting ride. Yeah. And the, I guess one of the things I like about it is every day, it's, every, day, every day is different for me. Like every single day. I've got a very structured calendar, but still everything's different. So, you're right. The ups and downs. But you know what's great about it is there are great companies like Rise Up Media that can make a big portion of our lives much easier. Rise Up, I just want to get off the, right off the bat to talk about how appreciative we are of Rise Up Media. They were our Q1 mastermind sponsor and people loved it. So, thank you both, Vitus and Travis, for that. It's, it's great. But I'll let one whoever wants to take this first. But tell us about Rise Up Media and how it came to be. Yeah. So, my partners and I, we, um, and, and pretty much we have 23 full time employees, and basically everybody here has at least 10 years of experience exclusively marketing with lawyers. And so we, uh, about five years ago, I guess like most folks, uh, thought we could make the widget a little bit better than where we were currently working. And um, so we we set off on a journey to uh, hang our own shingle. And here we are, two, 300 clients later nationwide. And we set out to see if we could work with law firms and kind of roll up our sleeves and get in the trenches with them and help them scale their business. And uh, everything we do is month to month. And we structured it that way because we figured, number one, that's how we want to be treated by our vendors. And number two, uh, we, we figure um, if we're confident in what we do, uh, we don't need long-term contracts. And knock on wood, uh, here we are four or five years later and our retention rate is through the roof. And we like to think that we're doing really good work and helping, helping law firms really help scale the business, whether they're a solo practitioner just hanging a shingle themselves or a, a bigger firm that has, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of combined experience. Uh, we, we like to think we're a, a fit for them and anywhere in between. That's awesome. Tell us what it's like when you start working with a new client. What is the experience like from the lawyer's perspective? 
you know, like Travis said, we've been doing this a long time. Year 21 for me in, in helping law firms market themselves. So we, we try to take a different approach of customizing solutions for each individual law firm and taking a look at, you know, what their, what their goals are to accomplish. You know, where we came from, it was sort of almost website in a box, some little bit of customization, almost offering the same thing to everybody, customize it a little bit and then put it out there and hope it works. We look at it in a, in a different way, and that's why we, we don't do long-term contracts, but it holds our feet to the fire to, uh, to basically perform and, and, and get results for these clients. And the feedback that, that I've had since joining RiseUp is that they, they've been very impressed with our approach and how quickly we actually explain what we're going to do for them, also the trackability of the tools. So, so to answer your question how we begin, we do a lot of different things. We do everything from website design, social media, Google local service ads, pay-per-click, all of those things. Some of the clients we work with, we do everything for. Some of them only need one piece of that. But we look at it as, as that kind of approach where depending on what your goals are, do you want more clients? Do you want to grow? Do you need a new website? A lot of firms actually, they don't even really know if what they're doing is working or not. So when we dive into that analysis, that seems to be a really big help. And even the firms that think they know, a lot of times don't. So when we sort of expose sort of maybe some weaknesses or some areas where they can actually go after new business, that tends to move the needle a lot. You know, whenever I first met both of you, it was it was interesting because like you got a little swagger to you. I got I got to admit, you got a little. The Rise Up's got some swagger, which I I really like. I like that about you all. You all are confident about your business, and I think it takes a lot of guts to say in this industry with a lot of picky clients. Let's be honest, attorneys are really picky, right? And they expect results, which is which is reasonable, right? You spend a lot of money. On digital marketing, you expect a return on your investment. But I want to talk more about this month-to-month contract because no one else does that, right? They're like yearly contracts. You're locked in. Some of the companies, you don't even own your own content, which is insane. So talk about, I guess, the the risk that you take with that. Why why go a month-to-month contract when no one, when no one else is doing it? Because that's that's really interesting to me. I think it really goes back to when we, when we as we started launching this we were confident in what we could do. And we weren't trying to get firms to come on for a month. We want them on for years to come and grow with them. And and what we've seen is, and what I think a lot of agencies don't do is sit down with the firms and kind of piggyback on your question, Jim, is sit down with the firm and figure out what is it they're trying to do. And as a business owner myself, being in their shoes, make sure they're utilizing the right tools and utilize and, and make sure their expectations are set correctly. Like, you know, if you're when you're doing a website, I don't care what anybody tells you, it, that's a long, longer term approach. You got to be in, and in, in, even if you you have a humongous budget and you're just starting out with a website, you're not going to show up on the first page 30 days, 60 days from now. There's other tools like pay per click or social media or local service ads and things of that nature that will turn on like a light switch. That's more of an instant gratification type of tool. And so, sitting down with folks and you know, depending on their practice area. Like, the, does the law firm, does the lawyer think it through that, you know, if they do personal injury, for example, it's, it's a contingency-based billing that they do, right? And so, you know, depending on the, the type of law that they do, like, for example, personal injury, you know, do have they factored in, have they thought it through that how they get paid in, 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 with contingency? Even if we were to, you know, I, I tell personal injury attorneys, even if I show up on the phone call with five car accident clients over my shoulder, even if I handed it to them right there, right then and there, they're still not seeing money on that for probably six, 12 months. So 
do they need or do they want a longer term strategy that's going to take six, 12 months to build up and then factor in clients are coming in at that point. You, you may need to float your marketing for 12, 18 months as opposed to using some of these other tools where that give them instant gratification. We can get the phone ringing in the next 30, 60 days and get the cash flow going and help them really scale their business. And I think we, we take an approach of looking at it through their eyes and making sure they've thought this through and sharing with some experiences that we've had with some of the other firms that we work with to make sure they're, they're making the right decision. And what we found out is if you're doing that and they have the right expectations, it doesn't matter about the contract. It, you know, if we're guiding them in the right way to where they're able to, you know, get more clients, get more revenue, get more exposure, whatever their goals are. Cause we found that every firm um, between Vitus and I, we've worked with thousands and thousands of firms over the last couple of decades. And it, it doesn't seem like, I don't know that we run into two firms that have the exact same goals. You know, they may have different types of cases, different geography, you know, how many cases they want to see come in the door. And so those are all factors that if you do, if we do the right thing for the client on the front end, or, you know, we're in partnership with them and the contracts don't matter. Yeah. And let me kind of just add to that for a second. You know, we come from an organization that required annual contracts and if not longer for some of the products that we sold. And on numerous occasions, it becomes an issue if, if, if they're not happy with the results they're getting, if they're not, uh, you know, getting what, what they believe that they're paying for, you know, we, we were pretty much stuck. Like we can try to make things right or whatever, but every firm that I talk to now, when we tell them that we don't do contracts, I mean, their jaw's almost on the floor because they've all had that experience with somebody that, Hey, it sounded great when we started and maybe even worked in the beginning, but now they feel they're getting nothing and they're, and they're still stuck in some kind of long-term contract. And when we tell them that like, Hey, you can leave at any time, you know, 30 days notice you're out the door and that holds our feet to the fire to basically perform because we, like Travis said, we, we don't want you for a month. We want you for years. And it is such a, the response and the reaction that we get from attorneys when we say that is like, are you serious? Like no one's ever offered that. And, and we don't do it as a gimmick. We do it because we truly believe in the results that we get. Changing gears a little bit. One of the best episodes, most fun Tyson and I ever had on the podcast was a show that we did. We called law firm website roulette. And we would, I, I would yell out a town. Tyson would yell out a practice area. And then we Google that in that town. And then we sort of critiqued the website. I think that would be a great content play for you guys just generally to do a show. You could do a show just about that to show your expertise. But when you guys come across websites that you're not affiliated with, what are the things that you spot most often that lawyers are doing incorrectly? Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think the very first thing that we look for or what anybody should look for is can you tell within 5, 10 seconds what the lawyer does? I can't tell you how many times I'm preparing for a meeting. Someone approaches us and want, wants to inquire about our services and I jump on their website and it takes me five or 10 minutes to figure out. I got to read through all their content just to figure out what they're doing and what they do for them. What type of law do they practice? Right. You got to remember most the average person doesn't realize how specialized lawyers are. Right. That's why you ask any lawyer, you know, a personal injury lawyer, I'm like, hey, do your friends and family call you for DUIs and divorces and contracts and things of that nature? And they always nod yes. And I go, you tell them every Thanksgiving what you do, what type of law you practice, but they still call you when they run into an issue. And they go, yes. And I said, the average person doesn't realize how specialized most attorneys are, especially in the bigger markets, right? 
And so when they come to your website, they got to know within a split second, because people's attention span in this day and age of phones beeping and social media and all this, you know, 24 hour news cycle and things like that, you got to catch their attention right away because the biggest enemy is the back button. If they don't understand or don't know what they do, if you're not talking to their issue or problem, they're going to hit the back button and go pick somebody else. So that I, I would say number one, that's and that's not anything technical or anything of that nature, but just priority number one is tell somebody what you do. Make sure somebody knows what they what you do within a few seconds of getting to your website, and make sure they can contact you. You have a contact form because most people are doing searches on things like this as opposed to a desktop. So make sure you have your phone numbers at the top right. Make sure there's a contact form. Just basic stuff because once again. It's too easy for them to hit the back button and go, and even if it's referrals, forget, right? Every attorney will tell you, uh, they do family law. And I say, hey, where, where do you send your, you get a DUI lead, where do you send them? They'll rattle off two or three names, right? And, and stats show that most people look at five to seven websites before they pick an attorney to call. So all those types of things, make it easy on them. Make sure your website is mobily friendly. Because that's where it's been this way for a few years now where more people do searches on a phone than they do a desktop. So make sure letting people know what you do right off the bat and make sure that make it easy on them to to contact you. Don't make it a, you know, don't make it a maze for them to try to, they, they got to navigate your site just to find your phone number. That's a big, big issue. Yeah. And let, me, let me kind of chime in on top of that is that, you know, Every, every lawyer thinks every referral that comes to them, they, they get hired. Well, I, I would argue referrals come in twos or threes. So you're getting compared to somebody, right? And there's, I would say, almost 100% chance that before they walk into your office, they're going to go to your website. So do you feel, Mr. Attorney, that your website represents you and why they should hire you and, and your expertise and all those things? And I've had reactions like, oh, I wouldn't send anybody to my website. You know, it's too basic or my my niece did it for me. It's just a business. So it's like you need your website to represent the same experience they had as if they're walking into the front office of your of your lobby and having that experience. And, and so that sort of, you know, creates a like, wow, I, that's definitely not what's going on. That's not all of them, but that seems to be your reaction. And so, you know, your website is their first impression of you. What does that say? It's really important. And things that people can do that, uh, that, that sort of differentiate because like Travis said, most people, they only need an attorney when they need an attorney. They're not versed and know a bunch of things. How are you different from everybody else that does what you do? And one of the big things that can help with that is having videos where they're actually talking. You know, they hear you as talking about maybe what their problem is. So they feel there's almost a connection because they actually hear you speak. It's just not your photo on a website. So, so something like that. And then really the most important thing is, and it shocks me to this day, how few attorneys have any clue if their website's actually working or not. Well, the phone's ringing, so I guess it's working. You know, do you get any kind of reporting? Yeah, but I don't look at it, you know, and it's like, wow, I mean, you're spending however much money on this. You want to know what's actually delivering results and what isn't. And and one of the things that we do at, at Rise Up is we have analytics that track every single phone call, where it comes from. Does it come from a Google ad? Does it come from your website? Does it come from a direct uh, a directory? Does it come from a referral? So we can actually analyze that data and say, hey, you're spending this much money, 50% of your, of your clients are coming from this. So maybe we put a little more emphasis on that. So the, the analysis of the ROI is really important. And, and that's what we try to, you know, to make clear that that's trackable through what we offer. 
The Zapathon is back. If you're new around here, the Zapathon is the OG automation workshop. At this next exclusive guild event, we're partnering up with Maximum Lawyer's good friend, Kelsey Bratcher, to bring you a day and a half automation workshop. The idea of automation is simple, right? Identify a repeatable pattern of tasks and then use technology so that business process can happen without you. But setting up that technology can be daunting, time-consuming, and even have a steep learning curve. Join us in person and you'll create automations on-site that will start working for you before you even leave Austin. Join the guild today and grab your ticket at maxlawevents.com. So I want to ask you both something. You know, I kind of want to juxtapose what Travis said about really getting the basics down right with something that always sticks with me with Sally Hogshead. She says, you know, different is better than better, right? And, and Vitus, you just kind of mentioned about like being different. But you go to some of these, I go to some websites and not necessarily attorney websites, but they are drastically different from what you're used to seeing. So how much danger is there in having a very, very different website from what people are used to seeing? So like you go to like my website, you got the number in the top right corner. Jim's is the same way, but it doesn't really fit within that mold of different is better than better. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. Well, let me chime in real quick, Trav, and then I'll let you take it. So we... Coming ahead and having done this for, for a long time, there are analytics that tell you like what people navigate to on a homepage, right? So like, where's the phone number? Where's the contact form? Is it clear what you do? So, I mean, there's all sorts of heat maps that show you where people's eyes go and where what needs to be where, right? The, the navigation and those sorts of things. So there, there's an element to the structure of the site that needs to be there because if that information is not there, you're going to have a failure. However, a lot of law firm websites think they all look the same. They've got the same imagery. They got all this stuff. We know that the firms that provide professional photography, for example, of their office, of the of the lawyers versus using stock imagery, that makes it, that differentiates it, right? It makes it personal. We've got some websites that are, you know, I would say almost artwork. I mean, they're, they're, they're so different than everybody else. And I think on some level, that's a, that's a positive because it does make you stand out. It might turn some people off, but, you know, there's the argument that all the all legal websites look exactly the same. And if that's the product that you're producing, I would say that's a problem. I would say that we've got hundreds of websites and in most cases they all look very different because we've got a great team of designers that do stuff for us. And the involvement that we have with the clients that we work with and having them have input to what they want, what they like, what they don't like versus, hey, here's two choices, pick A or B, and we'll slap your name on it, makes a big difference. Yeah, I agree. Being a little bit different or a lot different, as long as the, to Vice's point, from a structure standpoint and the some of the things that from a marketing standpoint, uh, we would want on there, like contact form and phone numbers and make sure that they understand who you are, make sure they, you know, and, and, and show your reviews and, and have locations and things of that nature is great. And I also think ha- having something a little bit different to uh, that doesn't look like everybody else is helpful. I mean, you attract who you are, right? Have your personality on your website, and you know you're not gonna you're not gonna win every client, but you're you're gonna attract kind of your tribe, if you will, as, as we say in the marketing world. And so have that stand out, no doubt, no doubt. I think that's a smart way to go. Yeah. So, so let me kind of segue on that as an example. If I'm a criminal defense attorney. You know, most people that are accused of a crime, they don't care if they like the attorney. They just want to know he's good in the courtroom and he gets results, right? So pardon the French, but I want a total jerk or a guy that's, he's not going to be my friend. I just want him to get me out of jail or whatever I'm being charged with. 
family law is a little different, right? People know that they're going to have to sit down if it's going to be a divorce or custody thing that you're going to get asked a lot of personal questions about, you know, your relationships and that sort of thing. With family law, it seems like they're going to want to be someone that they may actually have more of a relation to because they're going to have to share some intimate details, right? Personal injury, again, like, I just want to know you win. I don't, I don't have to like you. I just want to know you get results. So depending on the practice area, how you present yourself on the website, some of these lawyers have these big, powerful arms crossed images like, look at me, I'm great. I would argue the website's really never about the attorney. Yeah, just like that. The person just wants to know whatever they're actually looking for, that you can get them the result that they're looking for, whether it's getting me out of jail, getting me money for a car wreck, getting me my kids back. And that's the, that's the website's job is to present that in a way that makes you an obvious alternative to the other people they may be considering. My last question, every now and then we hear from a law firm owner who's like, I need to get cases in quickly, like right now. Like what are the, and then, you know, like people will say, well, you got a great podcast, Jim. I'm like, yeah, but a podcast is a long play, long play. So what tips do you have for people that need to get in a case or two sooner rather than later? To get cases in the door right away, I think really depends on practice area. But from a 50,000 foot view, I think, every, I think every attorney out there is absolutely nuts not to have, if they're looking for more cases, it is have a line in the water with Google local service ads. And what, what happened is, is Google came out about two years ago. They've been doing this for contractors. Real quick, just to clarify, because we don't have a shared screen here. If you were to Google Injury Attorney Phoenix, what those local service ads are for people that are listening to this are the three photos that show up at the top above everything. Okay. Those are guaranteed phone calls from Google. So, yeah. So those three pictures at the top, that's Google. They, they've been doing this for, uh, like I was saying, plumbers and contractors and so forth for years and years and years. They rolled them out to attorneys about two years ago. And it's their new pay per call program. And it's for even for the attorneys that are that may be listening and go, I'm totally risk averse and don't want to take a chance in marketing. This would be the product for you as well. And because you're only paying when, when your phone actually rings. And when the phone calls come in, if they're in the wrong practice area or the wrong geography, or if it's a sales guy or a bot or a current client or any of those types of things, you can dispute that call and get your money back. And some of the value add that we run here when we're managing those. Is we have staff internally that listens to all those calls and send in, sends in those disputes for you. But that is in many, many markets. Sometimes the ads don't even show up because until you until three firms are signed up, you don't even see those ads. When two firms show up or signed up, they show up on a cell phone. But if we've been running into markets, heck, in Arizona and Phoenix right now, there's there's one work comp attorney signed up for this thing. And we were just talking to a firm yesterday and we're like, you could be the king of the castle here for the foreseeable future until other firms sign up. And so those right now, in my 15 years doing this, it's the best piece of marketing I've seen in quite some time. Because Google, they run the world at this point, right? They took their new product and they stuffed it at the very, very top and everything else went it's, it's pushed down. And, and you're able to see clients come in the door right away. And it's not, and even for, and, and another cool thing, it, for the smaller firms, it's not like pay-per-click where it's just uh, who has the deepest pockets, who can bid the biggest bid per click. With local service ads, it's determined on location. It's determined on reviews. So you got to do some legwork and get your clients to review you. And budget is certainly a consideration. 
but it's not the only thing. You know, they, you can't just throw a hundred grand a week at this and think you're going to dominate like you can with PPC. This is a little bit more. This a lot, and, and that that frustrates the firms with huge war chests, certainly. But it, it definitely gives a chance to everybody else that doesn't have to compete dollar for dollar. It's you need to do good work, you need to get good reviews, and so anyway, that would be no doubt. That would be I would tell every law firm out there to at least get signed up. You can always pause it, things of that nature. But yeah, no doubt that would be the move that every attorney needs to do, like yesterday. No question. And to top off what Travis said, it, it's shocking to me how many people I point those out to. And oh, I know what those are. That's their pay-per-click thing. And it's like, actually, it's not. It's not pay-per-click. Pay-per-click's been around for a very long time. They just assume that it's exactly the same thing. And it takes this big war chest of money to compete. Like Travis said, Google has put this above everything. It's the top of the page on a cell phone. It's the first thing that you see with two images versus three. And unlike everything else that you spend money on that is there to drive traffic to your website or clicks or this sort of thing, this is guaranteed phone calls. The phone doesn't ring, Google doesn't charge you anything. And if the, if the wrong person calls you, it's not your practice area, you get a refund. There's not a better cost per client acquisition that's out there right now. We, we're actually talking to one of your members right now and he's like, I would take every dime I have and put it into that local service, pro, local service ad program because it's the cheapest way I'm getting clients. And he's doing all these other things as well. So like Travis said, you need to at least sign up for it. It's the best thing that's out there right now. And it guarantees phone calls. I love it. I think that that, that by itself, uh, it's, it's worth the price of admission to, to listen to this podcast. So very good. We do need to wrap things up, though. Before I do, I want to remind everyone to join us in the big Facebook group. Get involved there. A lot of great information being shared. If you want a more high-level conversation, Join us in the guild. Go to maxlawguild.com and you can come to one of our quarterly masterminds if uh, that's something you'd, you you are interested in. And while you're listening to the rest of this episode, if you get anything from these episodes, if you will leave us a five-star review, it'll help us spread the love to other attorneys that need some help. Jimmy, what's your hack of the week? My hack of the week is a great little app. It's called Readwise. And what it does, I'm a big Kindle reader and it'll go through and it'll find your highlights and it'll email you random highlights from books that you've read. And it's great to re-trigger some of the thoughts that you had about it. So I think it's free or it might be four bucks, but it's super easy. And I get a little reminder of things that I thought before or things that I wanted to follow up on. And with undiagnosed ADHD, it's really great for me. So that's my hack of the week. Fellas, I got to I gotta run to my next meeting. I'm going to let Tyson wrap up the show. Thanks so much for sponsoring the conference and for being on the show with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. See you, Jimbo. All right, Travis, invite us. We always ask our guests to give us a tip or a hack of the week. It could be a book. It could be a podcast. It could be a quote that you heard. It could be a business tip, whatever it might be. Here's what we'll go. Travis first and then invite us second. Uh, give us a tip or a hack of the week. Track your marketing. If you don't know where it's coming from, how are you going to scale your business? And make sure all the different campaigns, If you're not, if you don't have a tracking number, on all of your different campaigns, you don't know where it's coming from and you don't you don't know where when you should unplug something because it's not working and you don't know where you should throw an extra dollar or two at and help yourself scale. So that is between tracking it and make sure you're answering your phone. The average law firm answers about 60% of the phone calls that are coming into the firm. So if you can't do it, hire somebody to do it 
or there's very low cost answering services out there that'll that'll plug that hole. But you can't imagine how many calls that we hear because people are on the internet are absolutely not leaving a voicemail. So make sure you you do that. But I tell people if you do that, you'll spend half the money on marketing and get twice the result if you just do that. Bonus tip: Don't have voicemail. Make sure it goes to a live person, no matter what. So get rid of your voicemail. Amen. Crazy. You spend all that money on marketing, and then it just goes right in the trash. But uh, anyways, Vitus, you are up next. Yeah, I, I'm going to kind of piggyback on that a little bit. So whether, like you said, voicemail is the death knoll. I mean, I get someone's voicemail. I never leave a message. I would say uh, on, the, on the same element, if, if someone calls your office and they get that robo, hey, you've reached such and such law firm for such and such dial one, immediate hang up. Like you have to have somebody answering the phone so they're talking to a human being. On that point, never leave a voicemail. No one's actually going to call you. As a law firm, if you get voicemails, they've moved on. Okay. Um, I can't tell you how many examples I have of law firms that got a call on Friday night. They call them back Monday and they just lost out on a huge case because they're not waiting two days. They want an immediate result there. And the other thing that you can do, and this is part of what we do with these local service ads and such is, Know what your staff is, how they're interacting with your potential clients. You spend all this money on this marketing and they call your law firm. What is, what is their conversation like? We use it as a, as a training tool a lot of times where we can listen to these phone calls and we've, we've actually dialed up some law firms and said, hey, I want you to listen to this phone call because I, I think you should probably know that this is how it's being reacted to as far as when some people call. And it's everything from... Uh, I mean, this is an extreme example, but we literally had somebody that was in the ICU um, after being hit by a drunk driver in a car wreck, calling on their cell phone for the attorney. And the receptionist basically put them on hold and then said, hey, no one's here. We'll call you back. And we, we played that for the law firm. And Travis and I were both on this, so he's laughing. And the guy basically was like, hang on a second. <laughs> he called, you know, it wasn't to get her in trouble, but it was like, you can't do that. You have to know that that kind of call requires immediate interaction with an attorney, right? So, so simple things like that. It's also a training tool where I've had people say, oh, the attorney doesn't have any time until March for her first appointment. You know, and they're like, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I can't wait that long. So make sure that the person that is the first contact or the first person they're talking to the law firm is a good one. Get that case signed up right away and then you can get rid of it later if you don't want it. So both those are great advice. My tip of the week, it's the bane of my existence is email. I'm not a fan of email. I think it sucks. And one of the, one of the hardest things about email is once you go open your email inbox, you're kind of sucked into it. And there's a tool, if you use Google Chrome, it's called Checker Plus for Gmail. And I, I think that Checker Plus does it for Outlook too, if you want to use it. But it allows me to just kind of click on it, click on it right now and kind of see what's in there really quick. If I need to address something or if I just need to send a quick email without going into my email, I can do it. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll need to send an email, I'll go into my email to send it, and then I get sucked into something else. And I and I, I can't stand that. But checker plus for email or for Gmail is my tip of the week. Vitus and Travis, thank you so much for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you for being sponsors. Um, it, it, it allows us to put on events that are you know productive, that are really good for our members. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.